Subreddit Surfing with Vinny and Cardiff. Subreddit Surfing with Vinny and Cardiff. Surfing subreddits, interviewing creeps on the internet. Calabunga creepos, welcome to Subreddit Surfing. I'm your host. My name is Vinny, and joining me as always, it's my best spud, Cardiff Electric. How Surf you doing up, tonight, Cardiff? Man. Surf's well, up. Glad to have you here tonight. For those of you who are tuning in for the first time, this is the show where we surf a random subreddit page. We have placed a StreamYard invitation for any redditors on that page to join us right now, live on the show, to discuss that subreddit's topic. Cardiff, tell the people what we're talking about tonight. Oh, well, I didn't mean to put that up just right away, but yeah, tonight we are looking at 
the anti-work subreddit. This is, oh, let me get us back there. This is a subreddit with over 2.4 million members. This is, this is a big one. This that's, is a big one. Now, when you hear the term anti-work, I feel like that's kind of a knee-jerk, uh, meant to invoke a reaction to people hearing it. Like anti-work, what exactly does that mean? We're going to find out tonight because we have some folks from the subreddit ready to jump on the show to discuss it with us. Now, Yes, we do. Cardiff and I both have looked at this page this week, and we haven't really discussed it much, but from what I can tell, this page seems to be a mixture of folks who are upset with the very concept of working for other people, mm-hmm. as well as folks that are really mad at their bosses. There's a, there's definite mix. There's there's a lot of anti anti corporation talk in there. There's a lot of uh, I just don't want to work. I yeah. just feel like I should be paid to be to sit at home. There's and again there are people who are quite obviously being mistreated in their job, and this sure. is where they go to um, you know to rant about it. Now, how do you feel about work, Vinny? Do you enjoy your job? I Other love than my this, job, of course. I love my job. Oh. I never complain about my job because honestly, I work in the greatest comedy club in the world. At we least don't in have, Rochester. Well, we don't have the history compared to some of the great clubs like the Comedy Store or you know the you know the great store. Uh, the wow, I'm just having a problem today. We don't it's have color. the history that a lot of them do, but you know what we do have, Cardiff. What do you have at Comedy at the Carlson Rochester, New York? We have the heart. We got the heart. Comedy we, club with heart. We love what we do. So I really do like my job. I can't complain, but I do. I can relate to the fact that I've had jobs that I have very much not liked. What's the worst job you ever worked, Cardiff? I would say <clears throat> in a grocery store. That was that was shit work. That was okay. really shit work. That was backbreaking. That was exhausting. That was long hours. But so, okay, so you said you love your job. If If you had the option to not go to work and have the same level same lifestyle you have today would you go to work i don't think if you could have the same lifestyle if you're generally happy with your lifestyle that anyone would choose to go to work unless you you know unless you have a really piss poor lifestyle and you want to and you feel like work is the only way to dig yourself out of it i don't know i've i've always seen i've always been envious at least of people that seem to seem to actually love what they do and seem to want to go to work every day or five days a week, whatever it is. Like peep, there are there are some people I've encountered in my life, and maybe you have too, that probably would answer that question. Yeah, I would still get up and go to work every day. Well, you put a caveat on the question. If I could still have the lifestyle I have now and I really didn't have to, there's part of me that says stay home. But you know what? Here's what would happen. My life, I would find things to do. I don't believe I could just sit there and be a couch potato, no pun intended, sir. Hey. All right. No, like you always hear the people who who won, you know, five million dollars in the lottery. I mean, I would be done. I wouldn't go to work. And if I had five million dollars that I won the lottery, I'd be done. I wouldn't. You wouldn't catch me getting up and going to work. But there's some people that they have a job that they love doing. That even with the fight, they would still get up. That's their that's their social life. That's what they enjoy. That's what they they like their customers or their coworkers, whatever it is. I don't there's... particularly care for people who look at their job as their social life. I'm not a big fan of that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Who likes the person who like comes and visits their friends at work on their day off? 
Like, that's just weird. That is weird. I'm just saying. All I've right. I've never done that. Yeah, why would you? Why would anybody? But, you know, but I, did people... once. I did once. I dated a girl that I worked with, so I did go and see her when I wasn't working, but. There's a relationship. It's a little I different. So trying to, you know. Cardiff, you, you sly potato. Hot potato coming through, kids. Probably so, right now. So, folks, those of you who are watching, let's. Uh, what do you say we we're going to get your opinions on this subreddit later? We're also going to talk to you about maybe the jobs that you hated, and maybe we could relate some war stories there. So, stick around, all of those who are watching. We might have some of you on there, on the show in a little bit. Now, Cardiff, do you want to introduce our guest tonight? Uh, before we do that, I would like to re- just read the the intro. This this anti work subreddit does have a very a very nice FAQ page, and they. They, su- they surmise the subreddit like this. So anti-work is a subreddit for those who want to end work, are curious about ending work, want to get the most out of a work-free life, want more information on anti-work ideas, and want personal help with their own job work-related struggles. So again, I think that last part is, you know, what we've seen with people with shitty bosses and, and shitty coworkers and kind of venting about that, but it's the the work free life I'm I'm interested in because yeah if I could do that is, I would I'm in well this is like a philosophy and it seems to me like some of these folks one of the questions is are you communists is on the facts page and they said some of us are some of us are anarchists some of us are communists some of us aren't so I feel like there's a lot of different people under this umbrella that want to end yes. their concept of what work is and I guess I want to find out tonight. Be- what their concept of work is because it seems different than what mine is. I okay. feel like maybe I'm in a vicious circle that they're talking about and I don't even understand it yet. You're in a workplace that you get to have toys behind you. Yeah. So you're not you're not the typical uh, member of the subreddit, I don't think. Go Spidey. So should we bring on our guest? Let's do it. All right. So let's welcome to the show our guest, Big Old Benny. Hello, Big Hi Old there. Benny. Yes. It, hello. How are you guys today? Good, good. good evening, Benny. Thanks I'm for joining kind us. Of excited. Like, um, I, I, I've been like sitting here and I'm just like waiting for my moment to talk. So, okay. You you got excited the fact you could talk to two potatoes tonight. Hey, it, it's better than like what I normally do, which is kind of just sit in front of my computer and uh, wonder what what people are thinking. Okay. Well, Benny, can you tell us a little bit about yourself if you'd like to? Sure. Well, my name is Ben. Um, I, or you can call me Benny or Ben. I prefer Ben. It's a little bit easier, but um, online I've just kind of developed Benny, big old Benny as my persona. It's like um, more of a nickname than anything else. But um, I, uh, I do have a YouTube channel and I've made some content on it recently. And a lot of it is just like me just kind of putting some ideas out there and uh, not really getting a whole lot of attention. So I was also kind of hoping, you know, maybe I can get some exposure and people can see what I'm I'm doing. But like um, some of the things that I've covered on my channel were like, um, I I don't know if anybody remembers last year, but there was like a huge uh, hub hub about uh, Mars and uh, how they uh, they got caught using child slave labor to uh, grow the cocoa that they use for their their candy company. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we, at first, I thought we were on last week's episode and we were talking about the planet. Okay, good. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm talking about the 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 the, the chocolate company. And the thing is, is like, 
now the the latest uh controversy that mars has gotten themselves embroiled with is uh the all-female bag of m&m candies like the the thing is is like the right-wingers will just sit there and shit their pants about um women being represented in chocolate candy and it's just like what kind of clown world are we living in but that's uh yeah. that's a whole other thing like uh, as far as work goes um i've been kind of radicalized by having a lot of really shitty jobs and um i also like to think of myself as like because i've had that experience with a lot of shitty jobs that i can kind of contribute to the anti-work uh subreddit in a way that you know uh people can kind of learn from how i've handled a lot of really shitty situations okay you used an interesting word there you said that you were radicalized so to speak by working a bunch of shitty jobs what kind of jobs are we talking here? What what awful well, stuff do they have um, you doing? Cardiff said that, you know, he worked in a grocery store. And a lot of my adult working life has been in retail. So I've had a lot of really shitty experiences working. Retail do that to people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it really will. And, like, the thing is, is um, my first job that I had out of high school, I worked as a security officer. And, um I, I think my first week that I was working, I think I worked over a hundred hours. And uh, who that hires a kid out of high school to be a security officer? Well, you see, the girl I was dating at the time, her dad was a manager, so I kind of got myself in through that way. And like, basically, the company they paid for my license, and um, I just kind of showed up and started working. And the thing is, is like. Um, I was, this was back in like 2009, 2010, so gas was like $4 a gallon, and I was driving a really shitty pickup truck that got like maybe 15 miles to the gallon, and I was driving like 45 miles every day to get to work, so I was kind of like in a situation where I was constantly working, but then by the time I got done with work, it took more time for me to get home to go to sleep and then wake up and immediately do it all over again. So sure. I was, um, I was kind of like stuck in a perpetual uh, cycle of just like existing and hating everything and every, including myself. And okay. like my my diet became shit. My attitude became shit. My life became shit. Everything just kind of fell apart to the point where I had a mental breakdown at work and I got fired. And uh, then I spent 10 years on my parents' couch because um, despite my best efforts, I couldn't find a job until about 2014. And, so uh, hold on a second. How, how many years did you spend working as a security guard there? Uh, I was there for like two and a half years. Okay. I worked at a mental health hospital. And uh, I had some very interesting experiences doing that. But um, I also learned a lot. I learned that people aren't your friends and that um yeah uh working 16 hours a day and trying to drive an hour home doesn't really work i used to be so exhausted that i would like um black out while driving home and my boss uh who was my girlfriend at the time her dad you know what he was telling me oh just drink some coffee you'll be fine well benny let me ask you this question were you living in a place where 
you were so far away from everything just because that's where you lived? Or were you that far away from that job is because that just happened to be the job where it was when you were offered it? You know uh, what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, I were there things in, closer you could have done? There were things that were closer, but um, the things that were closer didn't pay nearly as much as what that job at that time was paying. So, like, yeah. to give you an idea, my first job, uh, well, like, I, I don't really consider it a job. It was just something that I was doing. I worked at a grocery store that was like, they hired me at $7.25 an hour. So, Benny, my first job was in a grocery store, too. You know what they paid me? What? Five fifteen. Five fifteen. Five fifteen was minimum wage. So, what year was that? That was back in the eighties. No. Nineteen seventy-seven. Ah, back when I was born in the forty. It was actually uh, probably like nineteen ninety-seven, nineteen ninety-eight. We're talking about here. Really? Okay. Yes, sir. Well, that, that's probably before all the inflation and other things that eroded away the, the dollar's buying power. But Oh, again, certainly. After 9-11, the whole world changed. Yeah, basically. Like, the, the thing about 9-11 is, like, they were about to release a report that would uh, tell everybody that, you know, wages were kind of waning and stagnating, and then 9-11 happened, and everyone kind of just ignored that whole part of the report. And yeah. because, you know america fuck but, terrorism will do that won't it yeah i mean i remember uh w when 9 11 happened i was in middle school and i was just uh sitting at my desk and my um my classmates and i were just sitting there watching the television and we're just like what what is this and uh when the towers fell um because i'm a nerd and i played a lot of counter-strike at the time i just sat there and i was like terrorist win you know i'm just being an edgy 13 year old oh no yeah and then you know, i went and played uh counter-strike and refused to play as a terrorist for two weeks i remember <laughs> i remember that day too thank Benny. you for your service I was, yeah <laughs> i was working a dead-end job during 9 11 too i was working in a coffee shop and that happened and i just looked at my boss I was like hey can i just fucking go home now like nobody cares about coffee right now like, yeah go ahead uh, i left i, I, I was I smiling i was like hey day off <laughs> yeah well um sorry i'm kind of losing my place now no it's my uh, fault i distracted you on purpose that's all right keeps you off on your toes yeah so benny let's go back to talking about these jobs we asked you if there was anything that you could have been doing closer to you you said there wasn't anything that was uh, within driving distance that paid as well, like a closer driving distance. Yeah. So you you do end up getting that cycle because I think that with any job, it, you know, the beginning of employment is always a two-way street. You know, it's always like, are you going to accept this position for this amount of money? If you say yes, then you're kind of in a contract with that person, right? Well, I mean, it, I wouldn't say contract. Like the the thing about contracts is like, they are binding and uh, it's more of a um, well, I lived in at the time I was living in Florida. So Florida is kind of an it is what's called an at will state. So it means that uh, your employment is conditional or rather it's it's based upon whether or not you want to continue to keep working there and whether or not they want you to continue to work there as well. So, um, I mean, it, with I a feel contract, like that sounds, I don't know why it, does that, is that something that you find to be unreasonable? 
Um, at will employment. Well, I mean, when you when you really think about it, when you really look at it at at a as how it functions, you're at will to get fucked. So if you <laughs> okay. if you say if you get hurt or something beyond your control happens, and you go to your employer and you say, "Hey, I got hurt." Like, yes, yeah, she can get comp, uh, workman's comp because they have to provide that. It's just now they're kind of looking for ways to get rid of you. And um, I don't know. I'm Certainly. kind of speaking outside of my death here. Like I have had experience with workman's comp. Like um, I had, uh, let's see, I think it was back in 2021. I actually pulled my back out while I was working at Walmart. And uh, I went through workman's comp with them. And okay. uh, that was that was an interesting ordeal. I really was afraid. Like I woke up one day and um, I couldn't move, and uh, my back was uh, was really kind of fucked up. And um, thankfully, they took me to a clinic, got me checked out, and um, they gave me a shot in my back. And suddenly, it didn't hurt to move anymore. And uh, I was put on light duty, and I was put on light duty for about two weeks and after um after that i was pretty much cleared to go back to regular work and um it, like to to go back to like my jobs though like a lot of my jobs have just been really low paying jobs like okay. um like even you, when i no stigma here i'm just saying would you consider yourself a low skilled worker uh for a lot of my life yes However, now I've been able to kind of leverage a lot of my uh, experiences into being able to bullshit my way into management positions. Like, uh, All right. uh, before I moved to where I am currently, I actually decided to apply for a job at Checkers. And uh, I've never worked in fast food my entire life. And I bullshitted my way into being an assistant manager at Checkers. So, All right. Salesmanship. Good job. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, the the wage that they offered me was a lot less than what they were paying managers at other places. Like, there was a Taco Bell across the street, and they were offering uh, starting managers there $17 an hour. They offered me 14 And okay. uh, the only reason I really took it was I needed a job on short notice, and I was moving in a month and a half. Okay. So I didn't really care what I was doing as long as I was doing something. So I asked you that question because it seems like a lot of these jobs that you've been working are, you know, like we're talking, uh, you said you worked in the medical field as well. You were working at as an, like an orderly. Well, uh, when I was working as a security officer, I wasn't really working in the medical field. I was working around medical professionals. Got you. I misunderstood. Okay. Sorry. So you did security work. You worked at Walmart. You've worked and a checkers as an assistant manager so you've done yeah. a, a variety of different things you're, um, you're i'm you're, sorry to interrupt sure uh like you could say like a lot of my experience is just working retail like i've worked in grocery stores um i've worked for dollar general i've worked for walmart i've worked for home depot i've worked for winn dixie which is a uh supermarket supermarket if, it, if nobody's actually heard of it i don't know if anyone has heard of when dixie there is a movie because of when dixie but yeah anyway I did i digress um and uh let's see i've also worked for an mlm but that didn't really 
go anywhere. You did, the, you did the, the multi-level marketing? Yeah. And I've also done direct sales. Like um, when uh, before I, I left high school, I was uh, selling uh, this product. It was called Rescue Tape. And it's a it's a high it's a silicone tape and uh, you can stretch it. And when you stretch it, it has like a, some kind of bond that will fuse within seconds of you stretching it. And then within 24 hours, it cures and it creates a uh, permanent seal that is uh, shit. I forget okay. the whole spiel, but like I used to. I'm not going to buy any. I'm not going to buy any. I'm interested. Well, I, I, Cardiff, after the show. Okay. Ben, I guess my question for you is the reason I asked this, I wanted to get a vibe for, you know, your your past. What brought you to this Reddit page? What brought you to anti-work and why um, do you frequent it? I was working Walgreens and uh, Walgreens was um, I, I was doing what was called a designated hitter. So designated hitter is like one step below being a store supervisor kind of. And they, they put you in a lot of places. So, like, I worked in the liquor store. I worked at the front end. I worked in photo. I also worked um, in the pharmacy. And for some reason, they put me in a pharmacy. I've never been in a pharmacy in my entire life. They put me in a pharmacy. And one of the first things I did was... Um, Started taking all the pills. Just everything that was back there. Like, oh, it was God. Willy Wonka's I, candy shop. I really wish I had done something like that, but I didn't. Instead, what I did was um, I gave the wrong medicine to someone. I gave somebody else's medicine to a completely different patient. And like me, because I've never been in a pharmacy before and had no idea what I was doing, did that. And like they told me later on that that was a huge no-no. And um, Hold on. Yeah. Did they have did- – did you just hand the wrong bag to somebody or did, were you actually putting the pills in the bottle for some? No, um, the, the pills were already in the bag. Like they have the system where you uh, it, it's basically like rigging up groceries. So you have a little handheld scanner and you can scan the, the barcode that's on the bag mm-hmm. and then just hand it to them. And like they had a similar name to the person that I was giving them the medicine so I scanned it, didn't know what was going on on the register, and then managed to give the wrong medicine to that customer. And then was later on informed that that had happened. And, yeah, I'm sure um, they weren't happy with you for that. No. But it no, seems negligent but, on their part for putting someone who has no experience in charge of yeah, giving people the right medicine. I, I, I don't know anything on that one. I, I was basically a baby, and they handed me a loaded handgun. I had no idea what I was doing. Okay. Well, in a sense. So, Ben, anti-work the Reddit page. When you get, how did you get, how did you land there? Uh, well, I mean, I just started to. I had a lot of free time on my hands, and I had heard about anti-work, so I just kind of went there through osmosis like okay it, it was just like i was already kind of doing that to begin with like I, I started with the walgreens like i went to the walgreens reddit page and i started making memes and telling stories about the my experiences with walgreens and like i actually quit walgreens because one of the managers told me that working 29 hours a week was full-time and i told him that's bullshit well, so, I would I would tend to agree with you in that scenario there. So 
you got on to anti-work and we were talking at the start of the show how this page is about some people who are upset with their menial jobs uh, or upset with their high paying jobs, but basically just people who are upset with their jobs. And then there's people who believe that the system needs to change. Are you one of those people who feels that the system needs to change? And if so, what does a no work environment look like to you? Uh, well, as far because as that's a big idea. Yeah. As far as the system needs to change, yes, it does need to change. However, that doesn't change the fact that work still needs to be done. And there's um, there's two different types of work. There's socially necessary work, and then there's the bullshit that people just do. Like there's an entire book called Bullshit Jobs that talks about how a lot of jobs just kind of exist to do nothing. Like we have jobs that – or rather there's people who exist within our current system who don't actually add any value to um, the economy. So like uh, to give you an idea, when it comes to like healthcare, the reason why healthcare is so expensive is there are administrators and bureaucrats in the background who go through the minutia of deciding how much things cost. And there's also like the whole idea of Shit. I, I'm kind of losing myself. Well, I'm sorry. So I, no, you're fine, Benny. I'm just gonna comment here because I am in no way like a fan of big pharma. But can we both agree that you know innovation is fueled by you know need? So people need we need to find solutions to problems. So we constantly have to be innovating. And in a lot of ways, doesn't that work into the cost of medicine as well? Is it also isn't well, that part of it? The, the cost that we pay for medicine really isn't um, based upon innovation because a lot of medicine is actually subsidized by taxpayers and a lot of the costs that people end up paying for the medicines that they have are really just marketing costs. Like there's no reason um, insulin should be so expensive in this country. Like you can get it freely, you, you can get it cheaply in other countries like canada for 30 dollars, and it's like the thing the thing about insulin, i don't know how their money works i i don't either but as far as it goes when you have a free market for health care like i i fundamentally believe that when it comes to um certain things they should not really be for profit and one of those things is healthcare should not be a for-profit venture uh housing should not be a for-profit venture i don't think education should be a for-profit venture and because these things right now operate as for-profit all it's doing is we're publicly subsidizing it so we have these welfare queens who are the corporations who come in because they already have large sums of money they're buying everything up at cheap prices and then they're jacking everything up. Like look at housing right now. Um, people during 2008, the 2008 recession, people lost their homes and then giant corporations came in, bought all these homes up cheaply. And then now we have rent increases to the point where people can't even afford to live anymore. Like I was living in Florida and I could barely afford my rent. And when it came time for me to renew my uh, my lease 
for the apartment that I was renting, my rent went from $1,300 to $1,500. My income did not increase during that year. Sure. So I, I have to say, I have to say, I, I mean, I think there was a time in my life where I think I felt very similar to you. I was, I don't want to say it's just a, I was an ideal young potato at one point that thought, you know, people should do things because it's the right thing to do or house. Again, you said housing. We'll use housing as an example. Medicine as an example. What, you know, when I look at what a doctor has to go through, the education they have to go through, the things they have to learn, the amount of time they have to put into that. If, if medicine wasn't, if it wasn't a lucrative uh, uh, payoff for the doctor at the end of, you know, 10, 12 years of, of schooling, why would anyone get become a doctor if it wasn't a for-profit system? So why would somebody build your house? Why would I, I don't somebody think become that people, a carpenter? I, I don't think that people, all people are solely uh, motivated by profit. I think a lot of times when you eliminate a lot of the problems that people have, like when people no longer have to worry about paying the rent or being able to feed themselves, they have a lot of time on their hands. And because they have that time on their hands, they can actually take that time and put it towards something more useful. So in a ideal world where no one has to work for a shitty corporation where everyone equally owns well the means of production then it's more of whether or not people want to do what they're doing or not so you end up pe with people who want to be there rather than have to be there because they have student loans or they have some kind of need to have large sums of money benny i don't is, think in in any system, forgive me for interrupting. I, I, I just in my brain, I'm trying to wrap my head around what you're saying, and I guess maybe clarify this for me. How in any system that if we have to keep up the, let's say we want to make sure that we all keep up the level of lifestyle that we live. Can, yeah. we, can we agree on that? Okay. Yeah. We got to have people who are going to do jobs that no one wants to do. Yes. Well, so the, when we have a, a no work society, who is going to do those jobs? Are there going to be the people to just step up to do them just because? I think what would happen is like, you know, because I, I don't think we're going to be able to eliminate work as it exists right now. And I think that one of the best ways we can do is maybe try to transition towards like what they have going on in Finland. Like okay, in Finland, yeah, what's that? In Finland, uh, the the government actually, if you're homeless, provides you with a home. There's like, it it's free. You get a house. You get access to healthcare. You get all kinds of things, and it's like, people still have to work. And if they're not worried about, shit, I'm sorry. I am. No, no. It's, I'm kind of like. You're not Spiral. a professional broadcaster like Vinny and myself, <laughs> but you're doing great. I, I hope I am. You you are, and I'm I'm trying to follow what you're saying, and you're you're not you're not unclear. I'm just my brain is getting ahead of me because we talk about I had mentioned earlier, like this is kind of a vicious circle for people, and I feel like that's what you're describing the day to day living for the next paycheck situation that millions of people are in everywhere. Um, I guess the question is, though, 
those people who work nine to fives that they don't necessarily care for, they don't want to do, who does those jobs in a society where we eliminate money? Well, and we eliminate work. Who does those I, jobs? I think that those a lot of those jobs would actually just kind of go away. They would just kind of um, they would be phased out. I okay, so let me ask you this question. Don't you think that some of these jobs are not we couldn't possibly be able to phase out? What about the job of like sanitation worker, garbage person? Well, I think that people, person whose job is to repair the sewers. Yeah, I think that uh, people would find a reason to do those jobs and that you would be able to motivate them not through profit, but rather as like a civil duty. So what we want to do is believe in mankind's kindness towards other man, other well, men too. I, I mean, when you when you look at people as a whole and you see how people tend to behave, it's you see that most people just kind of don't give a shit, and, you know? Yeah, they, yeah. That's You're not point. helping your own argument here. <laughs> That's my point. Yeah. I think I mean most people. For whatever reason, would you agree with this statement? And this is not meant to be insulting to anybody, but most people are terrible at their jobs that they have already. Oh, whether it's yeah. because they're just not good at it or whether well, it's because they just don't want to do it. Um, I think a lot of people end up in places uh, or positions of power not through um, actual uh, aptitude, but rather they just kind of end up where they are because they've been there the longest. And I mean, in my own personal job, like what I'm doing right now, I see a lot of people who have no fucking idea what they're doing. And yet yeah. they're somehow making more money than me. Well, you came on here and told me that you got your jobs by just BSing. Those people did too. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And I mean, I I bullshit a lot myself. Like right now, my, my current job is actually pretty easy okay. and um, I'm making about twice as much money as I've made at any other job so I mean I'm pretty happy with what I've got right now so I'm glad so to hear that I'd ask do you feel do you feel any empathy for the people that work with you that make less than you that maybe um well we all make the same amount okay we all make the same amount we all do the same work okay so do you I, ever think back to your time at Walgreens when you're sitting at your job now and uh, well, shed a thought for those people who are still there. Yeah. Like, um, I, I do kind of feel sorry for them. Like, uh, one of the things that I would deal with is, like, Walgreens has this policy where if you want to buy alcohol, you have to have your driver's license. And uh, we would have people who would come in, and they're, like, in their 60s and 70s, and they'd want to buy al alcohol. And then me, I'd be like, all right, may I have your ID, please? And then they'll just sit there and they're like, what the fuck? I'm 60 years old. I'm like, okay, I still need your driver's license, please. And then, like, they would just sit there and shit their depends the whole time. Like, they would just yell at me full blast because I asked them for their ID. Wow. And then I'd also get a, a subset of people who would think that uh, the Walgreens um, scanners are actually hooked up to the CIA and that when I scan their, their IDs, it's sending their personal data to the government. Well, that's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, everybody yeah. knows. We that. all know that. CVS, CVS doesn't. So please go to CVS if yeah. you don't want to get. 
Yeah, exactly. Your friendly neighborhood pharmacy. Yes. They won't give you the wrong pills. Um, Benny, Ben, I'm trying to understand the greater concept of this Reddit page here. And it seems to me like there's a lot of people who have, you know, really are upset about their jobs, but want this system to change. But I've not seen a lot of real concrete things here that we could actually change. What are the practical steps to bringing about this uh, this anti-work ideal into the world? I mean, what what's the goal and how do you achieve it? Well, I, I think that um, because of the pandemic, because of COVID, I think people have had a lot of time on their hands and they've actually been looking into how things actually operate. And the more that they see how things are working, the more they're starting to realize that the people who have their hands on the levers of power also have just as little of an idea as they do as how things actually should work and could work. And um, I don't think that there's really anything wrong with trying something different. Just because it's worked for a really long time doesn't mean that there's not a better way. And like um, it, it's like what people do is, or, or at least what I did is um, I actually started uh, I, I actually mentioned this to you earlier. Like I used to be a bit of a right wing chud and like I used to have um, a lot of really shitty ideas and uh, opinions. And um, as I started to, uh, learn more about not just economics, but like things in general, the less shittier my opinions became. And the more I started to be able to recognize people who had shitty ideas, but were trying to portray themselves as though they have the solution. Like, I mean, look at crypto bros and libertarians. Like the thing about crypto bros is they're all trying to get everybody to buy their, their coins and then they do a fucking rug pull. And libertarians, they just want everyone to be slaves with contracts. What do you classify yourself as? What what if are you part of a group? If you are, what what's it called? Um, uh, I would probably just be a cynic. Uh, Fair enough. So you're a cynic. Again, my question is, what's the first steps? Uh well, I mean some of the first steps that you can take is to really uh learn about economics that that's really like i started with um a economist named thomas solel who is a uh right-wing uh he's a right-wing sweetheart he's like the he, he's like the herschel walker that they uh that the republicans bring out every once in a while to tell everyone see look we too have black people mm -hmm. that agree with us how like, many heismans does he have uh, he doesn't have any, but he actually um, he started as a communist, and then he claimed that as he learned about economics, he changed from being a communist to being a free market capitalist type of person. And mm -hmm. like his first, um, I, I read his first book was um, Economics uh, One Hundred One, and during the, like the course a good of place that book. To start. Yeah, yeah. During that book, he actually talks about communism and how even the communists still actually have something productive to add to um, add to the the field of economics. 
and he said that you know they had to admit that um, certain things that they thought how things worked were contrary to the reality and that they had to focus more on how things actually worked based on how they thought things worked okay which is well, I so think, i think education. As, a, as a concept communism and don't don't let me finish my statement before you attack me here vinnie but as a concept yeah. communism could be a great system unfortunately human nature gets in the way of communism as we've seen has happened everywhere communism is a you know the, the the chosen system human nature gets in the way people get in the way of it it's it's and i think that's where you know the free market aspect of it comes in because that human late that human nature kind of has an opportunity to win out benny where do you stand on the free market fan yay or nay uh well when you really start to look at what free markets are they're not really free they're free for the people who control those markets, but they're not free for the people who have to exist within those markets. Like, um, to give you an idea, um, when uh, the United States, the United States after the Second World War uh, founded the IMF, and then uh, they started fucking around with uh, South America, in order for South America to secure loans through the IMF, uh, they had to uh, sell, um, or rather not sell, but um, they would have to guarantee those loans, or rather, like, essentially what the United States did after the Second World War is we turned the so South America into a vassal state. We, um, we got them to take their currency, their own currency, and peg it to the United States dollar, and then we uh, came up with these projects, these uh, projects to uh, improve the um, the infrastructure in those countries. And we got them to take those out. And then because they pegged their, their currency to the United States dollar, we loaded them up with a shit ton of debt and then um, projected that those projects would generate revenue enough to actually be able to cover those um to cover the debt that they were taking on but then the reality was uh there wasn't enough that the people who actually lived in south america didn't make enough money to be able to pay for those services so okay. then as a way of um not only securing more loans from the imf but also just to continue to inflate the debt that they had um we convinced south america or rather not when i say we i'm talking about the united states um to make their countries more uh suitable for american corporations and then american corporations like bettel would come in and they would uh they would make a or they would uh they would build a water treatment plant and um I think it was Brazil. It was a South American country where Bechtel uh, built a uh, a water treatment plant, and uh, they one of the um, one of the conditions for them to have that uh, that water treatment plant built was they had to pass a law that made it illegal for people to collect rainwater. So then, um, after that law was passed, 
people who had been collecting rainwater for generations were suddenly having their doors being broken down by the police because they collected rainwater and they weren't paying for the water that was coming from the public utility that what that, a bunch of drips yeah well i mean it, it's that kind okay. of shit. i get and it like, ben. i get you ben i get you but i mississippi guess mississippi like... is in a similar position like they can't afford to i think it's jackson mississippi they can't afford to fix their uh water treatment plant there and they're like gee we don't have any tax money to to make a new water treatment plant and then what was the solution that the governor of mississippi came up with oh why don't we have a private corporation come in and build it for us so that we can have fresh water ben that's been the government's at least a giant ha about half of the government's approach to solving problems for the last 50 years is private industry because private industry according to some gets the job done better than the government can so yeah. well, i mean when when, when private when private interests when the corporate interest and government interests meet you know what that's called tell me it's fascism we have fascism like look at uh the police look at how over the last couple of years, uh, the, the responses that we've seen from the police when people protest, the militarization of police. It's like we, we've had a over a gradual period of time, I would say within the last 60 to 70 years, we've had a fascist state growing within the United States as far as the police go and um, – God, I sound fucking conspiratorial when I talk about this stuff. I'm sorry. No, you're all right. So I guess, Ben, ben my question is tonight, because you, we've talked a lot. We've I know. We've learned a lot man. about you. And I guess my question is, Ben, you're on this page. Um, I'm not 100% sure I know where you stand on the free market. I'm not 100% sure I understand what the first steps would be for in you know introducing an anti-work world or a world where this concept of work doesn't exist because you know you were just talking to me about the the situation down there in uh where'd you say it was mississippi with the water su supply if they're in that situation according to your logic the people in the state would just build their own water supply because they need it yeah well that they would just see, go do it here, here's the thing here's the difference between the united states and south america the united states produces or rather it it prints debt in its own currency. Because we are able to print debt in our own currency, we can do whatever the fuck we want. Smart, so, smart, smart. Here's the thing. Like right now in Mississippi and um, other Gulf, South, South um, Gulf states like Louisiana too, they have these large multi-billion corporations that exist there. Like um, let's see, the oil and gas industry they they have they're they've been granted by the government tax-free status so they're able to operate within those states they don't pay any taxes yet they benefit from being part of society and mm -hmm. what's really been going on for the last 60 70 years is corporations have been benefiting from existing within society mm -hmm. without contributing to it and the way that you contribute to society is through taxes so a lot of the push that's been that i've seen at least on the anti-work um reddit is to push towards 
taxing corporations, not only large multi-billion corporations, but also towards taxing wealthy people. And we could take the tax money that we have, that we already have right now, and take it from less than productive means and put it towards social programs. Like when you look at um, the most recent example that I can come up with, like uh, when it comes to police, the Ovaldi police uh, system or the Ovaldi police um, the the police in Ovalde, uh, Texas, during that um, during the shooting, the school shooting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They I'm did familiar. absolutely nothing to save the children that were in that classroom, and yeah. it's actually been found that like the police as a whole have no actual duty to protect society. The only thing that they they're actually supposed to protect is private property. But um, again, like. The massive okay. budget that Uvalde had went towards training and retaining police officers. Imagine if we were to cut some of that money that went to the police station and instead used it towards funding some kind of maybe government-subsidized housing. Okay. Well, I've heard the argument for defund the police quite a bit. Um, I'm not sure how that fits into the anti-work well, topic I, I think, that we're uh, discussing, though. I, I think it all kind of intersects. And again, I'm also kind of spiraling here, so I'm sorry. I... All right. Benny, I, I love you, pal. I really appreciate you coming on tonight to talk to us and uh, give us your, your thoughts on this. Um, from what I'm hearing and what I'm understanding, folks, the idea is that if the manufacturers, if the people who are the corporations are not giving back to the society via taxes, they are therefore robbing from society and um, enslaving it. Is that kind of what you're saying? I wouldn't say so much as enslaving it, but rather they're just they're benefiting from the largesse of our of our government while not actually contributing to society. Yeah. Well, Benny, thank you for coming in and uh, explaining this to us. We're going to take some other uh, – do we have any other listeners looking to jump in, Cardiff? We do. We do have one All right. at this point. Well, Benny, if you want to stick around, you're more than welcome to, my friend. But we're going to keep – we're going to bring in some other people to chat. Who do we have, Cardiff? Well, I mean, it's Lorenzo Areola. Oh! We should have known he was going to show up. Of course. You post a link, and I'm going to come here. And I hate, I hate working just as much as the rest of people. I've had several jobs – over the course of my 20 years of working so okay. uh, uh, tell us first, tell us tell us your worst your worst job experience my worst job was working at burger king i worked there for about maybe a month and they there were um the indians who owned it you know like the uh not the native Jesus. americans but the other indians right yes okay so they were very uh tight on things on their budgets, they would say, "Oh, you know, don't don't put uh, more than two napkins in the the bag whenever you give it to customer." And um, you know, it, they had to rec- you had to pay for extra sauce and shit like that. Uh, uh, checkers would do that. They they make people pay like 25, 30 cents for uh, for the sauces that uh, that they had. 
Um, I'd also explain to people if they wanted like uh, the ranch sauce. That, oh yeah, it's sixty cents. I'd still give it to them anyway. Or like, but, if know, so, but, so, but what so happens when I when I go to a restaurant that does something like that that I don't agree with? I don't go back there. Yeah, that's my well, choice, I, right? I mean, what I did was because I was a manager, I would just be like, "Hey, just so you know, uh, next time you want to get these, we do charge extra for them." But since you asked for them, here you go. Have a good day. Yeah, but who's got the alarm go. going off in the background? I don't know. Is that me? I think it is, Lorenzo. Uh, get your get your shit straight. I don't have an alarm. I'm gonna lose my mind. Supposed to be a professional my broadcaster, name. this guy. Yeah, I'm just hearing like an alarm going off. I'm gonna go crazy. And by the way, whenever you walk into a restaurant, you better be careful. They don't throw you in the fryer, Cardiff. No, no, I would not enjoy that. So if you look up on the screen, I put up a post that uh, that is on this subreddit. And this is something, again, that is very polarizing to this group. It's guys like this who probably runs a company or is a manager or whatever. And, and, you know, this this is actually what he thinks. You know, less salary with a great culture is better than more salary with with toxic environment. I agree a toxic environment would stink. But how about we just have a great culture and great salary? I, yeah, I why can't we have both? I, 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 again, I would accept that. Like that's that's reasonable. That's a reasonable request, right? But yeah, there's guys like Smug. He does have a smug, punchable face, doesn't he, Vinny? I'm not gonna lie. I've been wanting to punch the screen for about a good 15 <laughs> minutes while this has been up there. Um, Fairhan Rasik, sir, I don't know if this was just you trying to be quotable or if this is something you really believe. It's kind of douche chilly. It is. It really is. And I, and I can see how this um, would fuel some flames on the anti-work subreddit, for sure. Well, what, what, what do you all think of jobs that uh, de- declare you need to have pronouns now? Because I know uh, my, my current job has us tell our pronouns. I don't and... see why that's a huge deal. Everybody has pronouns to begin with. Yeah, yeah but I... some of them are a little you know wishy-washy i i mean if somebody says hey these are my pronouns please use them why wouldn't you use them well yeah i'm raised from a different time where i hear a manly voice i'm gonna say yes sir i hear a female voice i'm gonna say yes ma'am and i I mean that's fine but i i don't see anything wrong with acknowledging or accepting somebody's pronouns all right redirect Back Sorry. on anti-work. Yeah. Hey, Lorenzo, let's stick on the topic tonight. We don't need to go down that rabbit hole this evening. We'll save that. We're not going to shy away from controversy on the show, but we'll save that one for another evening. Cardiff, so let's is, keep looking on these. Yeah, so this is one that, that that's a very common thread on here, the normalized discussing wages with coworkers. So a lot of companies have policies. It would seem that you can't discuss your pay with your coworkers. So they're hiding... Uh, you know, they yeah, they wanna... want you to not know what people you work with are making. Like, I, I remember I asked one of my coworkers who had been doing what I've been doing for like 13 years, hey, how much are you making anyway? And then they were like, whoa, that's rude. And I was like, what? How is that? I'm sorry, what? Well, you know, we're talking about old school ways of doing things. I know my old man back in the day would never want to tell anybody how much he's making because that's none of their damn business. And that's the way he rolled. Mm-hmm. So I kind of understand mm-hmm. that concept of not wanting to talk about how much you make or how little you make. 
I should you be allowed to? That's a different question. Mm -hmm. uh, should a corporation or a business have a rule saying yes or no? You can discuss how much well, you make with your coworkers. If there's something punitive, because I said, hey, I've been working here 13 years. I started at 515. Now I make 1385. I and then the guy gets fired because he told somebody. That's a problem. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Well, there's a federal law that says that you know work, workers cannot actually be halted from or rather prevented from discussing their wages and having that conversation in the first place i think is healthy because it allows people to know where they stand within the company and like sure you can make the argument that maybe you're making less than someone uh because you don't have that experience at the same time though it's like well how do you how do you get the experience in the first place and not only sure. that but it's like corporations are fully capable of paying more. Like the the place where I work at, um, they can they they offer. Sometimes they are willing to pay overtime, and they're willing to pay it in such a way that like my wage goes from being like um, I think I'm I'm making like twenty one dollars an hour, so so for it to go from twenty one to 26 27 dollars an hour to even as high as 30 to 40 dollars an hour they're more than happy and willing to pay that price for my labor in the first place and it's like they act like they're not willing to pay that price at all times though okay so i guess to get back to the normalized discussing wages with coworkers sign that i'm looking at here cardiff I've always been of the mind that whenever there's a rule that's been imposed by a job, it's been because there was some type of issue somewhere. And my thoughts are that most companies that would have a rule like that probably enacted it to union bust. There's that, but now I'm going to speak from I'm going to I'm going to pull the curtain back a little bit here. I've been in positions. I've been middle managers. I've been a middle manager in, in a past life. I've had to hire people in a past life. And 99% of the time, the people I was hiring, I was having to pay them more than the people that had been working there for years, only because of the job market we were in, in Minnesota. Wait, you believe in religious, like coming back after dying and then having a, having a life after death? Like resurrection, you believe in that? You're, you're hung up on the wrong part of the story, Lorenzo. Yes. Um, so, so essentially, so, yes, I would have to hire somebody. If I had somebody working for me for five years and they were making $50,000 a year, the, the, the new person walking in the door, in most cases, I could not hire somebody competent for less than 60. Right. right? So I, it was so new people coming in the door were almost always making more than people that have been there for years. It sucked. But it was I couldn't hire people at fifty. So are you saying that in this place that you worked, uh, there was this type of rule because they didn't want the people who were there for a long time to know that the new people walking in the door are making a substantial amount more than them? We we didn't have a rule about it, but it was kind of I, I don't I, I tell crossed, Gary when I you hired somebody. I, I I literally put offers in front of people and said, Look, I need you to, you know, not disclose this to any of your coworkers that, because that, that happened to me at Home Depot. Hiring uh budgets are usually higher than retention budgets. Absolutely. Absolutely. When I worked at Home Depot, they hired a guy. I had been there five years, they hired a guy uh one year and we got paid the same and he smelt like really bad all the time. 
I think that says a lot about your work ethic. Yeah, well, I worked at Home Depot too, so I kind of know. uh, But he'd come in smelling really badly, like as if, you know, if you leave your clothes in the washer, and mildew, mildew. Yeah, he smelled like mildew, and then he'd leave them there for a week and then dry them, and he'd come in and he, you don't know, he just smelled bad all the time. It's just it was the worst thing. I'm like, this guy's getting paid the same wage that I am. Me smelling like this. Did you work at the Home Depot by Canoga Park by any chance? No, it was here in uh, San Antonio, Texas. And yeah, it was bad because everyone, it was like an issue. And people were even saying, well, it might be his religion. It's like, oh my God, you bring in Jesus. My religion is to not bathe. What were you more offended by? The fact that he made the same as you or the smell? The smell. Yes, the smell very much so. It it would you wouldn't that, care if he washed his ass before he came into work. Well, and it's like you how do you not smell yourself, you know? How or you know, I don't know. I don't know. Some people are just unaware. Yeah, I don't know if I should go around tell people that story, Lorenzo. <laughs> I don't work there anymore, so whatever, but All right. So here's right. here's another good one. Here's another good one. So this is somebody that works for FedEx and their manager. Now, this has 24,000 upvotes, by the way, folks, yes. just so you know. I'm going to. So this is his manager saying, I'm going to need I'm going to need you to keep it under 12 because I'm going to need you on Saturday. And remember the 10 hour rule in between shifts. So the company has a rule. You, you, you can't you need a 10 hour. Time frame between your shifts. Great rule, right? FedEx. Yeah. Good job. But I believe what. This manager is asking him to do is to clock out early, even though he's still working, so that on paper or on digital, whatever, he's technically has 10 hours in between his shifts. So, again, I think I think an example of a, a shitty boss, a shitty, you know, a shitty thing to do to somebody. But I had something uh, similar happen to me where um, I was working. Uh, it wasn't the it wasn't Christmas Eve, but it was the day before Christmas Eve. And um, I was stuck at work, and uh, this was um, the first time it had actually snowed. Uh, and uh, I'm from Florida, and where I am now, I've never actually been through snow. But uh, anyway, it, everything was um, not really working the way that it should, and uh, we ended up uh, – it was supposed to be like a six-hour day, and it ended up being an eight- to nine-hour day. And uh, during that whole time, I didn't actually clock out for a lunch, and it wasn't until later that they had retroactively changed my punch so that I did take a lunch. So I worked the whole nine hours and then only got paid for eight and a half hours. It and... seems like uh, their fancy way of getting out of pain a little bit, but also trying to comply with the law. Yeah, well, I mean, corporations, they make more money from breaking the law than they do actually complying with the law. Like um, there was a story about family dollar where um, people who worked for family dollar were uh, not able to actually take a full 30 minute lunch break. uh, And uh, they were fined by um, the government. And I think they were fined like two or $3 million, but I think overall uh, family dollar actually ended up making more money than what the fine was. So I think a lot of corporations just kind of look at breaking the law as a cost of doing business rather than. Well, it's the old Ford Pinto, right? Yeah. What was the? It, you know... it costs more money to fix the problem 
with the Ford Pinto than they did to just pay out the families of the victims. Yeah. And now, so up until now, I think I've been pretty open to the anti-work posts here. I've been kind of like, I can see their side on this, but then I stumble onto one like this. That's a yeah. little infuriating to me. I, I think um, the I store think I the... work for has me unloading this entire thing. One small problem. I'm a cashier, not a stalker. No one is teaching me how to do this. I was just told to figure it out. Okay, well, that's one of those things where they're not asking you to handle people's prescriptions. They're asking you to put shit on a shelf. Yes, this, this is a, Yeah, this is literally just a pallet's worth of boxes to take out and put and stock on the floor. So I'm going to go ahead and say that I'm with you on this one. This person is just bitching for the sake of bitching. I, that's I, a pretty I easy, menial job. I wouldn't want to do it. It's It sucks. I've done it. It's not the greatest thing to do. You don't feel... But it's not... I don't need, you know, eight it's hours of training and, and, and certifications to unload boxes and put them on a cart. I mean, I, I feel like this is one of those situations where this person wants someone standing over them saying, now this box goes here, that box goes there. No, just figure it out. I mean, it's just, I don't know. Here, this this at, just looks annoying. Here's some of the comments. Work at your own set pace. Don't let them rush you. And if they complain you did it wrong, tell them you tell them to work alongside you to show it, show how it's supposed to be done. That's, you know, it's stuff like that. I think can get in the way. I think some of these mentalities, some of these, some of this advice that they might be getting could be part of the spiral contributing to some of the problems. Like some of the reactions corporations have to make are because of some of the, um, my uh, kids who have never been asked to actually work or suddenly being asked to work and they're like well this sucks <laughs> yeah, my, yeah. Uh, my, my first job was at wendy's they threw me on the grill at one point and i had no idea how to i bet that was hot yeah it was oh boy <laughs> and uh oh my God. i got put on the grill burnt every burger but luckily when when Wendy's burns their burgers, they just make them into the chili meat, so nothing yes. really got wasted. Checkers nothing, did that too. Nothing is better than a Wendy's chili when you get a big hunk of hamburger in it, where the where Lorenzo just didn't cut it up enough. Now Lorenzo, Wendy's burgers are they really not frozen? Uh, no, they're fresh, and you know they don't. Uh, you know why they're square? Because Lorenzo chews the round parts off. Because Wendy's doesn't cut corners. Because Wendy's doesn't cut corners. That one for the potato. Yeah. That that adopted crazy bastard Dave. I I love that you had a bell ready for that. Listen, that got a bell ready for everything. Well, since I've started ringing the bell, thank you for the two dollars cause cause cause. Nobody told me there was going to be boasting. Also, thank you for the one ninety nine B dabbler. What field does Lorenzo work in? Long time, first time. A question for you, Lorenzo. I'm in tech support right now. I work from home. Uh, that's why it's a lot of kind of pronouns heavy, and it's it's real weird to me. You know, after being in the like brick and mortar stores for twenty twenty years, I tell you, twenty years, and uh, yeah, it's a strange world. Do you like working from home? Do you feel like more freedom? I like it. It's just strange because I don't know if y'all had, you know, regular jobs. It feels weird to just get up, not have to shower for That's why you see me in my same red shirt all the time. I don't have to shower for days. 
I could be like that guy and literally just smell. Your, do your roommates are your roommates complaining about the smell? No, I I hide it very okay. well. I I buy a lot of scented candles. I'm from Bed Bath and Beyond. That's that's the solution. Yeah, so I have here's... I have contingencies for everything. All right, so here's another interesting one. This is one where I've kind of a uh, bit of a roller coaster on this one. So missed out on a compulsory in office day because my wife had a seizure. Okay, my now my boss is hinting that I won't get the raise I filed four weeks prior. What do I do? Okay, fair. Your wife had a seizure. You had a medical issue. It sucks, right? Like you, you can't go to work. That's fine. I get sure. that. I, I, a boss should be understanding of that. But as I read the text messages back and forth, the first message comes from the boss. Hi, I thought you were coming into the office today. Mondays are team days, not optional. Okay, so there's Mondays you got to be in the office. I don't think this fucker called. He just so yeah. Now he's you upset know, that the boss is pissed, but you didn't call. Like at least let somebody know that you're not coming into work. Now, for those of you who are just listening to the podcast, um, I want you guys to realize what we're looking at are just a screenshot of text messages, and we're only seeing some of the text messages. We're not seeing the entire setup here. Cardiff is right. This person could very well have just not called in and didn't show up because it was a medical emergency. And if that's the case, I don't blame the boss for sending that text. That first text does not seem over the line at all. Your thoughts, Cardiff? It seems pretty professional maybe a little strong strongly worded yes well if you read the second part of it it says that they had heard it seems like they had told someone else and they told the boss about it so like it it seems redacted over there it says yes i heard from redacted this morning but i said uh team days are not optional i know your wife is fine and she had seizures in the past before uh, she was fine afterwards. They didn't seem very serious. Okay, so well, doctor. It, it seems over like here. they were kind yeah. of, they they were already informed about it, and then now they're upset that they still didn't show up. And this person's just like, "Well, fuck you. This is my wife." Yeah, but did he really miss? I know it's a team day, but was it like a regular season game or a playoff game that he missed? You know, like what? <laughs> <laughs> what 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 makes it to where this was the meeting he had to be at no matter what and now it's like oh well you you know i i don't well it seems like they they've tried getting these days off before previously now that we're looking at well, the second picture so yeah and it seems by like the it's, way... it's building a bit of a pattern yeah it's about how effectively you can work at home it's about building cohesion as a team so this person's this guy's talked to this person about this before Carter, read the uh, read the person's comment above that. Oh, read sorry. how this person responded. So you'd rather I risk my wife's health so I can come to team day when I can be just as effective at home. I've told you many times before that she sh- suffers from epilepsy. Yes, she's had it her whole life, but I still want to be here with her to make sure she's okay. Yeah, it's the so you want Sometimes my wife to die. So I like it's I think there's a. I don't know. I mean, I'm interpreting a little bit of drama here. Yeah, it feels like they're both kind of shitty, and this has been brewing. And also, advice to everybody, don't put this shit in text, <laughs> especially to the, the boss of the work. Yeah. Pick up the phone and call your boss. Because here's the fact of the matter. This has 25,000 upvotes on Reddit. You look like a dick, dude. This is 2,000. 2,000. Okay. It was the only one you know, uh, I work. I would work in the grocery industry as well, and they would say the 
the uh, Super Bowl the day after is like the day the truckers all call in. Like, fucking Carl called into the creep off today. So yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, they they it, there's a rhythm to it, and I bet you this guy probably had like a rhythm to himself uh, that it's like, oh, every Monday my wife's gonna have a seizure. I need to watch out. It's like when you when you start coughing to set up the story for work. <clears throat> Man, I have a cough. I think uh, this thing's not gonna, you know, heal up over the weekend. And then you call. Oh, over, you call <laughs> over the week weekend, like, hey, uh, remember that cough I had? Yeah, that really uh, built up to something. So if this guy's gonna try to get away with the wife having a seizure thing, he's even gonna have to have video of her flopping around on the floor for this boss to believe him in the future. Oh, yeah. what? What's that? Your dog died? Oh, I need proof of that. How many grandmothers do you have? Uh, at least three. <laughs> There you go. So this is an interesting video that somebody's posted. So and 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 again, I'll 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 put my uh, my younger Cardiff hat on and I go, yeah, this is all, all I'll say with this, and we could talk about it after. Is from Walmart's side, it's 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 shitty optics. It makes them look a little shitty. So well, I'll just Walmart's kind of a horrible company. Yeah, I I, like I, I, I can agree with you there. Walmart Walmart sucks a dick. Yeah. I only have fifteen dollars. Not, I'm not saying Walmart. I'm not saying you literally suck a dick. I'm just saying you suck. They might. Corporation, please don't sue me. They might. Uh, and we are expect we are accepting sponsorships for subreddit surfing. Walmart. <laughs> Welcome to subreddit surfing. Brought to you by Walmart. Brought to you by great value brands. Obvious <laughs> Walmart employee. This is a Walmart promotional video. <laughs> She's wearing her Walmart name tag and she says, I only have $15. Let's find dinner for my family tonight. So I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to say, hey, you can, you know, feed your family on a budget at Walmart. But eh, what they're doing know. is creating a shitty well, ecosystem yeah. because if their employees are barely making anything and blowing it all in the store just to eat tonight with their families. Yeah, that's, that's, mean, what, this, that's what this feels like. Well, it's pretty nefarious. Yeah. Um, I, I worked in Fresh Cap, and uh, Fresh Cap is like all the fresh foods and stuff that they have. And I would have a day off from work, and I would come back in, and uh, I'd end up finding that I'd have to throw away at least a couple hundred dollars worth of fresh meat because someone decided, oh, I don't need to rotate. I can just put out what comes in on the truck every day. And then we have boxes full of pork ribs that never made it out on the floor. And then they have to be thrown away because they're two to three weeks out of date and they never made it out on the sales floor. Do you see what we've done here, Vinny? We've actually turned Benny is now on the side of the corporations. He's <laughs> we've turned Benny. Look at what we've done. here. Okay. Let's watch the video. Like in boots. Ooh, frozen dinner. You need potatoes with every meal. Vinny, do we need potatoes with every meal? I don't even need potatoes for this show. Oh, hey. <laughs> I don't think you know what you said. I'm just teasing you. Right. Now, listen. This woman is not making healthy choices for her family. I'm no. just going to go ahead and say that. She bought a vegetable. Every which what vegetable? The one the bag before that was frozen vegetables. Well, it looked know. like fucking tater tots to me. No, hold on. It was veg you gotta have you gotta have your vegetable. Yeah, hold and on. what was the vegetable? I don't know, like beans. Hold on. Broccoli. There you go. You need potatoes for every meal. 
potatoes are vegetable too, you know. Okay. I think I even have enough for dessert. Ooh, look at that cake. Amazing. Amazing. Let's head to the checkout. And, and there's something about the irony here of the Walmart employee using the self-checkout. She's doing the self-checkout. Oh, God. She's still working for Walmart even when she's on. It, it's literally the Jimmy Schubert bit. I don't remember working here. I hate self-checkout. I actually I really like self-checkout. Self I don't have to deal with people. No, uh, I hate that they, they, they're forcing it on you. I hate I, when a family meal, like she's probably buying a meal that says it's for a family size. But it's not gonna feed me, you know. Like, what size family are you dictating? That, that's a you a family of one. Own. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that lady's gonna eat all this shit. Yes, <laughs> she's gonna eat the whole coconut cake. Yeah, who well, gets a coconut layer cake? That's gross. Coconut sucks. Walmart throws away so much food; it's not even funny. And like a lot of it, um, I kind of wish we could have donated, but uh, it's outside of its date, so we couldn't so we had to throw it away and i mean i ended up spending some like i would work from one to ten o'clock i would spend from one to midnight working to throw away food because it was past its date so and that's interesting only... because you know if walmart had a better system in place for example you know i don't know what the shelf life is for some of these products whether they're the shelf life is three days or four days whatever's for meats and stuff like that but if they had a system where they could get the stuff out maybe 36 hours ahead of a, you know the date to get it out to people, they, the shelters and stuff to, for them to cook with would be great. You know what I mean? They do have like um, they have like a they partnered with Feeding America. And what they what we would do at Walmart is we would actually go through the fresh foods and anything that was like within date and uh, was still uh, sellable but wasn't um, really quite what they would want on the shelf to begin with. We could donate it and we would have, uh, we would, I would actually go around and I'd have a shopping cart. I'd take a banana box, an empty banana box, fill it up with food, and then we would put it in the freezer and we would donate those, uh, the food that was in the box to Feeding America. Okay. It's just that um, if anything is past its date, or it's um, if it's a returned item from the store. So, like, say somebody goes through the uh, goes through self checkout and they buy like fresh steaks. They could buy like a hundred dollars worth of fresh steaks, and they could turn around and decide they don't want it. It would go through returns, even if returns managed to uh, bring it back to yeah, they would chuck the it. I get department. It. We would have to throw it away. I got gotcha. It somebody passed the date. Yeah, and, and pass the uh, day, and somebody bought it. You don't know the chain of custody. You don't want to give food to somebody that could poison them. I totally yeah. get it. This uh, one time, we our dumpster wasn't working, so we had to put a dumpster outside of our fire exit, and we were throwing food in it. And some guy comes in his pickup truck with a ladder, and he's climbing in there, dumpster diving. And so I go out there, staring at him. I pick up my phone like I'm pretending I'm on it. Oh, yeah, there's some guy out here. Yeah. Yeah, it's truck. Uh, it's a green color, and the guy's like, "Man, quit, quit talking shit, man. I just want to get some food. Why are you talking shit?" And I'm just there. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, the police. Uh huh. You want to? Hello, get CIA. This? Yeah, I was. You want to come get this guy? He's dumpster. Can and I... He's all. 
Can I scan your leave. license, sir? I want to send it to the CIA. <laughs> he's, he's like, I'm fucking leaving, man. Fuck you. And he just like leaves, and I'm like, bro, like get out of our dumpster. Get out of here. You shoot. Thank, thank you for the 199 core diff. That they ended up hiring that guy at the same rate that they paid Lorenzo. <laughs> but but I turned to find out it is legal to to dumpster dive in Texas. It is. Oh. Yeah, well, that's I, fun for. So now I Texans. feel bad. Fun I feel fact. bad that I. Well, told what some uh, some corporations fun do fact. is they'll actually take like bleach and pour bleach over the food so no oh. one can uh, can eat it. Well, I think that I actually, think... you know, if the food could kill somebody, it's probably not a bad idea. Yeah. All right, back to this lady scanning stuff at Walmart. What, what's going on here? What's the total on this? Can she afford it? Does she have to put the coconut cake back? I hope. Oh, uh, you know, Walmart has a employee discount too, but guess what? It doesn't cover food. Food. Yeah. Oh well. Uh, during the holidays, you can get. Uh... Well, thirty-seven. I even have change left. Oh, Jesus Christ! I. Uh, what kind of employee discount does Walmart give for um, their ecosystem of slavery? They they give ten percent off. So um, during the holidays, they would actually extend the employee discount to food. So that was like a nice little bonus, but at the same time, it. I, I mean, to give you an idea, um, my when I was working at Walmart, I uh, I honestly hated going to work every day. I uh, I um I woke up one day and decided that I couldn't do it anymore, and it took him a month to fire me. I worked at Walmart for you just just uh, bailed and you never went back about a year and a half. I no called no showed during COVID. I don't think that's a cool oh. thing to do though. Uh well part of it was i had uh been talking to management and trying to get things to change and then management kind of ignored everything that i told them and uh things weren't changing and my manager kind of just bailed on our entire department to begin with and it felt like every day that i came into work i just um i i couldn't do it anymore so i uh instead of going to Walmart and being miserable every day. I instead slept in, uh, played Fallout 76, and then uh, worked my second job that I had where I was working at Dollar General and uh, I was looking for another job. And thankfully, I did find another job that paid even more than what I was making at Walmart. Okay, uh, but, you know, we, talk, we talked earlier about how, you know corporations screw over the workers it's pretty easy to screw over a corporation too hell yeah Yeah. well you see i remember at walmart this autistic girl uh was really into me and she (laughs) like she worked in the how um, much was she making no she was very nice and she did she have stink lines no no she was very cute but you could tell she was slow and she worked in the clothing department, and I was in the electronics, so it was like the Romeo Juliet type story. And I remember her telling me, "You could never be together." She was like, she was telling me, "Hey, I like you, but I'm a little slow." And I'm all, "Okay, that I that both of those things are fine." <laughs> but I didn't really, I was never into her. Like, I just, I don't know. 
Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So, like, I guess, you know, the, the workers do have power, even though they don't feel like they do. I mean, you know how easy it is to screw over a bad boss. You just, you know, do what Benny did and you don't show up. They'll just replace you. Like, sure. Like, oh, yeah. That, that's, 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 that's basically what they did, too. But, like, um, I don't know. I... I just I couldn't I couldn't do it anymore. It just it wasn't good. And the, the thing that I realized is like I started hopping jobs, uh, hopping from job to job. So like from Walmart, I went to working at a place called Sprouts. It's a grocery store, and um, I went from making eleven dollars and seventy three cents an hour to making thirteen dollars and eighty three cents an hour. And uh, I mean, I did that job for about six months until I got my review and my manager's like, hey, you suck at your job and we're not giving you a raise. And I was like, okay, well, fuck you guys. <laughs> I'm going to find something else. And then that's when I started working at Walgreens and uh, Walgreens you, was okay for a while. You were like a quantum leap. You were leaping from job to job <laughs> to trying to wait till that yeah. last job was. So thank you for the well, two bucks, Grillcast. I posted the link right under yours. So if you want to jump on, feel free. You seem like you have something you want to say. It, what is this? He says, "Let me call in you, bit thieves. Anti work is mine. The Grillcast. You can have it." <laughs> Don't. What is this well, about? I have no idea. But let's why see can't what... I hold all this anti work? Let's yeah, I mean, thing. all right. Chop I hear they have in. the internet on computers now. What? Sorry. I used to Sorry. steal from Walmart, too, years ago. Good. Like, yeah. DVDs. You stole some Walmart. autistic girl's heart. While you were working there or as, a, <laughs> as an employee or as a customer? As an employee. Yes. Yeah. I was, I, I was involved in a Walmart scam at one point. You were involved like, in a Walmart scam? Yeah, I had a friend who worked at Walmart. Okay. And... He worked in the. Remember when? Remember when Walmart used to have like oil change locations? Maybe I. I don't know. Not do. all of them do. Some of them still do. Yeah, they I don't do breaks, but they'll do oil changes. Yeah. So he worked in that department, and uh, I would bring a whole bunch of. Sh I would bring my car in for an oil change, which I paid for. I'm a good citizen, mm -hmm. but I would also bring a cartload of stuff to uh, to get checked out, and he would just pretend to scan. This was back in the day he would pretend to scan stuff and just load it in my car and i would pay for my oil change and maybe two things from the cart and drive away and then we'd split it out later i had a That's scam like that that was a good scam it's a good I, scam listen man i got benny's no call and no show and i got you robbing the place blind and i got lorenzo Ariola. Yeah, i didn't work molested there. the uh hey i'm charming the help I was charm. I'm a charming person to the autistic community. You were Fair charming enough. with your hands. I I was, uh, but it, it would never work out. It would. Yes, never it's work been out. seven years, Johnny 1.0. All I right. I guess that's the so, statute of limitation on sealing from Walmart. I thought it was ten years. No, it's been that too. Yeah. Um, most, I think, most things is seven years. There's no statute of limitation on murders, though. Ah, shucks. Well, we're killing it tonight. Yes, yes, so, we are. So, uh, Cardiff, what is this one you have up on the screen? I can't seem to read it. So, yeah, so this is partner asked if they would be getting paid for a mandatory work meeting on their wet day off. So it's your day off. There's a meeting. You got to come in. I, I think you should be paid. Yeah. I, I think that's fair. That's reasonable. Definitely. Definitely. 
Okay, so will this meeting Monday be paid? Manager says no. The meeting is to discuss the problems in the kitchen, and your question has just shown me that you don't care about the job, and it's just about earning the money. Okay, yeah. I, I think in most cases it's about earning money, yes. If you are really not if you're really not bothered about working blank and have no pride in your job, then you might as well say how say now and save yourself the trouble coming in. So basically saying if you don't value your job and want to come into this free, you know, come in for free, you might as well just quit now. I'm going to go ahead and say this is the worst attitude that a manager could have, in my opinion. I think so. And again, we don't know we don't know the history here, but yeah, just on this snapshot. This idea of, you know, your job is to make sure everything runs smoothly, Mr. Manager, right? Mr. Manager's job is to make sure that the kitchen is running optimally. And in a way, by not paying everybody and then expecting them to put in the same effort or care that he does at a much higher rate is really not realistic. And then when you basically, when they say, hey, are we getting paid to come in to figure out how we could fix this and you want to get us on board and you just immediately shut that down and go, no, you're the problem because you're not as into the job as I am into it is just shitty. I well, hate I, that. And I'm sure the manager's getting paid for the Like if the manager's on salary, the manager's getting paid to be there that day. They're not coming in on their on their off day. So again, I could, I could see both sides of a lot of these posts, but he could so even, the, the manager could have made sure to schedule him to not be there on that meeting. Just, just to catch him in this catch 22. Like, ah, I knew you wouldn't show up if you weren't getting paid. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, again, no shit for the, for the, for the a dirty kitchen, I guess. So I have pride in paid work fair again. Uh, I, I work eight hours, pay me for eight hours. And other than that, go fuck yourself. Like that's our relationship ends at, when I leave, right? Yeah. I don't see why I should be required to turn up in my personal time to discuss your problems. Okay. Maybe they're our problems, but yes. Okay. Fair. Again, personal time. It is standard in all other jobs I've had to have paid training and meetings. And again, I would agree. And your attitude towards staff does make me realize I don't turn up for anything other than to do my job and get paid. I work my hardest while I'm there and I've got, I've got on my hands and knees to clean your restaurant. Get what you pay for at the end of the day. Okay, thanks for your time, and I wish you well in your future. So I guess the manager's taking that as a resignation. I find that to be a little silly. Yeah. That's 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 someone who just is a drama, probably a drama to be around in general. Uh, did you see the video that was posted the other day, I think, of like a guy asking their boss for a raise, and the guy just like sits there and shits his pants and threatens to call the police on them. No, I did not. Okay. There's, well, that was in, there's 2.4 million people in this group. It's hard to keep track. It's hard to stay on top of things. Yeah. He shit his pants? Like legitimately well, shit his pants? When I say shit his pants, I mean like I, I use that to refer to people who explode and start yelling and screaming into top oh, of Oh, I thought you meant he shit his pants. I'm like, no. oh, that's a, that's a viral no. Video right when, there. When I when I when <laughs> okay. I like I like to describe people who yell and scream as shitting their pants because that's kind of how right. I imagine what what's happening. You should have said the blow. He blew his load. All right, all right. So we do have another guest in the room. We're gonna bring him on, uh, Lorenzo Ariola, uh, Benny. I'm gonna thank you guys for coming on, Benny, especially thank you. Thank you for having me. I this was great. I Anything really to plug before we let you go? Yeah, uh, plug your well, YouTube channel. I, 
I have a YouTube channel. It's Big Old Benny eighty eight. You probably won't find it on YouTube because it doesn't like to uh, actually. Think Link is about. in the description for you. It is. Oh yes, it yeah. is in the description. I really appreciate you guys having me on. I didn't expect that you would let me be on as long as I have been, and uh, hopefully I didn't embarrass myself. And even if you did, at least as long as you're honest, doesn't matter. We had yep. we had a good chat. So we went subreddit surfing together, Benny. Don't you worry about a thing. Yes, Lorenzo. Your, what do you got? Tell your plug? friends. Thanks, Benny. Oh, thank you, guys. Thank you all for uh, letting me hijack the uh, stream. Uh, YouTube uh, slash at Lorenzo Ariola, uh, Patreon.com, Lorenzo Ariola. Thank you all. Take care, guys. Thanks, guys. Get sign up for that Patreon. Mm-hmm. Lots of value there. All right. So we do have uh, the Grillcast. Welcome to the show, the Grillcast. I cannot hear any of you at all. Can you hear me? We can hear you. We can hear you fine. God damn it. I don't hear a thing. Here, let me refresh it and try again. All right. Okay. So this is the guy who called us bit thieves just a few minutes ago I for $2. So. Yes, I believe so. What is that? What is what is he saying? I'm not we sure. stole? I'm not sure. We'll find out. All right. But yeah, I don't know. I think we've we've seen we've seen a lot tonight. We've, we've anti work sucks. That pay I I learned nothing tonight. No. Can you hear us now? The Grillcast. Okay, so I can't hear either of you, so I just have it. Makes for great conversation. I uh, no, I can't hear you at all. Unfortunately, that really sucks because I have a lot of anti-work lore to drop. I did a uh, infiltration of one of their Reddit mod talks. Uh, I have a lot to go into with that, but I don't know why it's not working on here. The The video works just fine, but obviously there's a bit of a delay with that. So uh, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, boys. Um, I'll try and refresh again or something, I guess. Or I'll try a different browser. That's what I'll do. Here. Sure. I'll be right back. We'll try. Third right. time. Third time's the charm. All right. That's who, our who, blind mic. Who, who is that? I don't know. The grill cast. But he looks like he's okay. wearing... Tinted glasses. He's our blind mic. Okay. All right. Yeah, you were enough. saying you're uh, again. I, I yeah, I've seen a lot of stuff on here. Again, it's it's. I can go from post to post to post, and it's like yeah, I, I can agree with this one and this one. Well, this guy's just a lazy fuck, and this next one is like, well, we should be communists. I'm like, well, I don't think that's the solution. We've cut places have tried that. It didn't work. Yeah, and I think you made you hit the nail on the head. Communism, socialism doesn't really work because of humans. Yes. None of us, all of us want more than we need. If we were you algorithms, know? if we were computers, communism would probably work perfect. Everybody would get what they needed. Everybody would participate, but we're not. We're, we're humans. Somebody, some people want more. Some people want less. It's. I feel it's, like anti-work might be a pipe dream. I think so. I mean, again, some of the posts are really, it's, it's not just anti-work. It's. Uh, just welfare, right? Everybody should just get eighty thousand dollars a year and live their life. I'm like, but where does where does this money come from? Where how do we how do we move a society forward? Okay, let's try the we're, last try on the grill cast. All right, I can hear you all perfectly now. What's up? All right, I can't so hear you. Yeah, you can. Hello, hear me. shut up. Shut hello? up, you fucking potato. Hello, hello, Cardiff. Hello. Cardiff, what is it? Uh, Cardiff. I don't know, but thank you, you for $5, oh, Dr. Steve. Great work, boys. Har, har, har. Thank you. Hey. All right, Grillcast. We can hear you. Okay, so first of all, I want to say big fan of uh, of you, Vinny. Creep off. Great show. Cardiff, you're all right, Calabunga. too. 
And uh, yeah, I saw this going on because I messaged you a few days ago. Wait, Cardiff. wait, hold on, hold on. I got to add that to my bio. Cardiff, you're all right, too. Hold on. That's, that's going right <laughs> at the top of the Twitter page. Thank you. It's a Thank high you. compliment, you know. But um, look. Well, let's slow down a second because you're shot out of a cannon tonight, Grillcast. Nice yeah, to meet yeah, you. Yeah. What what am I calling you tonight? What's your name? Orion. Orion nice to meet from you, Grillcast. Ryan. The only podcast in the world dedicated to radical centrism. I also do a show called To Catch a Redditor. The only show in the world dedicated to catching these Redditors in the act of cringe. Good plug. Please continue. All right, so I'll continue a little bit. So what I did, I'm I'm very familiar with the anti-work subreddit. Um, I've actually infiltrated a couple of their mod talks. So what they do is they do this thing called Reddit Talks where they get their community together and they talk about things ranging from like, you know, my boss is a dick to I hate my dad, just normal Redditor things. And uh, I got in there and I caused some discord and chaos. Get out of here, cat. This is This is my cat. But mm. she's not part of the show. She's not part of the show. Anyway, uh, to continue. So I infiltrated this mod talk and I got them to all argue with each other about the concept of moderators getting paid for uh, moderating subreddits. Now, this was, a, this was a very hotly contested subject. You know, some of them saying things like that's ridiculous, but most of them saying, yeah, yeah, I should get paid for this. I'm sitting here 18 hours a day moderating this subreddit. I don't have a social life. I don't have friends. This is all I have. Why am I not getting paid? And, uh, you know, through that, um, we've actually discovered a few things. Uh, the the moderator Discord had a big leak wherein they're all arguing with each other, dogpiling on each other. Um, one of them we found out is definitely a federal agent being paid you know, by the government to suppress information to the anti-work community. There's just a lot of stuff going on here in anti-work. If you have any questions about the, uh, the, the general things that are going on, the going-ons of the community, please go ahead. Well, you just gave us a lot of information, Orion. So I'm trying yes. to... You infiltrated the meeting of the moderators of this page, and you're saying that you planted the seeds of discord by saying that the moderator should be paid and that seems to be kind of antithetical to the whole anti-work thing right or should they is that supposed to be in line with what they believe you think that they should be paid so there's two there's kind of two factions in the anti-work community there's the absolute hardline communist leftists you know like the dog walker class is what we call them uh, they believe that they should get paid simply to exist, that work, you know, is not in and of itself a virtue. And then there's a class of people who are common sense. They just want work reform. They're like, hey, my job sucks. I don't get paid enough. Like, you know, we should maybe unionize or something. So these these groups are somewhat at odds with each other. Okay. I would say that most of the moderators fall into the former camp, but uh the the one who the one who leaked the moderator chats to me actually was uh, in the latter camp. Interesting. So, from your overall experience with this page, do the people involved in it know what the fuck they're talking about? No, they're they're insane people. Uh, they really, I mean, they're really removed from reality when it comes down to it. They're people that um, don't have a lot other a lot of other things going on. 
Uh, yeah, I would say they really don't have any idea what they're talking about. And that the end result of what they're looking for is for their Reddit movement to become fully automated gay space communism. Hmm. So they really are trying to have a movement on this page. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And they've been thwarted whenever they try and, you know, go a little bit too far. Like, I'm sure you've seen the Fox News debacle that they went through. Uh, I'm not I haven't watched the whole thing. Uh, this this whole this whole episode. So I'm not sure if you've covered that yet. Have I, I, you? Did, I did see. No, we didn't really talk about that, but I did see a lot of that in, in going through this. And then I had some people s- suggesting on the subreddit that I have that person on. Um, oh, there it goes. You'll never find them again. I, I they, look, they disappeared I into the into the night. Never essentially one of the again. one of the founding moderators or one of the original moderators of this of this subreddit went and did a Fox News interview um, and just for lack of a better way of saying it, looked the fool and uh, nearly had this subreddit in turmoil for a while wow. because they, they were just turned, turned the subreddit into a laughing stock based on the performance they had on Fox news. So okay. that's out so, there. We're not going to watch that, but that's so definitely out there. Uh, Ryan, let me ask you this question, my man, you uh, same question that I asked Benny from your observations because it seems to me like you went in this and you just kind of studied this page for what it was maybe not going in as an idealist somebody with an open mind it seems like you have a more of a uh like a jane goodall view of this thing where you're just sitting back and watching it all go down what in your opinion do they do you think they believe the first steps of this movement that they're trying to push out are like what are they actually trying to do to mobilize and create a reality to this idea of anti-work Well, you see, here's the thing about this type of person is that uh, they don't really have a big plan of attack other than I'm going to go on the Internet and complain loudly. And then we're going to get a lot of people on the Internet doing the same thing. And eventually we can try and pressure some sort of change that I I don't think that there's any um, in real life activism that's sprouting from this. I don't think that there's any sort of uh, real actual movement. I think that they get the dopamine rushes they need in their brains by just talking about it and feeling smug and superior for having talked about it. I think that's ultimately what they're uh, all about. Do you feel like maybe this is just a, uh, a venting sound, you know, a venting sound chamber for everybody where they all feel better just thinking that they're, they're all in on a more enlightened way. I I mean, that's most of Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would say that that's, <laughs> okay. I'd say that that's pretty accurate. And like I said, I think uh, for a lot of them, the venting aspect of it, they fall into that uh, latter class that I mentioned earlier. People that, you know, just have problems with work or they don't like their jobs. They're they're not, you know, they're generally not people who are in high or even medium positions. It's a lot of like service workers, people like that. Those are the more normal people. But the also the people who do tend to get dicked around a lot. So I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe deservedly so. Oh, they are redditors after all. Oh come on! I don't know. It's it's funny that a lot of these a lot of these people in the in these roles that do get dicked around a lot are generally getting dicked around by managers who were not that long ago in the same position. So it's almost like I got fucked with when I was you know that, down there, and now that I'm a manager, I'm going to fuck with them. Like it's almost like it's a it's a cycle. Yeah, it is very cyclical in nature, but you have to understand from the manager's perspective, it's like this person, you know, I I, I saw them on their break scrolling reddit.com 
what am, what am I supposed to do? Just let that go? Just pretend this is a normal person? I don't think so. I don't think so. But, you know, maybe, that's just Steel Manning, maybe. Oh, shit. Thanks for the five bucks, Vinny's tits. I, I, I was going to make you read that, yes. <laughs> Grillcast is the Serpico of anti-work. That's very but will, funny. But I will ring the bell. Uh, Grillcast, we're going to be wrapping up soon, so thank you for coming on. But I do have one I do Please have one don't be a stranger, Grillcast. Absolutely. absolutely. We'll, we'll no, I, lo I love your guys. I, I love your guys' stuff, so I'd absolutely be down to do that. And if you all want to come on my show and catch some Redditors sometime with me, feel free to uh, feel free to do that. It'd be a lot of fun. Did, I'm busy washing Cardiff's hair. Yes. Did <laughs> To Catch a Redditor come after To Catch a Dabbler? I need to know. Okay, it did. Yes. Okay, but mine rhymes with Predators, so I get a little bit of leeway there, right? Yes, that's fair. That's fair. So we, we've... We borrowed from each other's bits without knowing. Well, you knew. But anyway, my question for you, my question for you is, do you have a different colored pair of glasses for to match your hoodie? Uh, no, actually, these are these are my deluxe sunglasses. Um, you know, I, I should really expand the collection because if I want the proper drip, you know, you got to color coordinate. That's just common yeah. sense. But I, I, I will take that into account. I'll take that into account. I'll expand the collection. Next time I'll be in a uh, I'll be in a blue robe. With the oh, it's a robe. Glasses. Sorry, I I apologize for accusing you of wearing a hoodie. Yeah, that's uh, that's a little beneath me. I'm, we I'm got Grill Hefner relaxed. over here. Grill yeah, Hefner. Rude robe. <laughs> this case. Uh, all right, large. Grillcast. What do you what do you want to promote? What's your what's your YouTube? What's your Twitter? All right, like I said you. before. Uh, the Grillcast, you can find it anywhere you find podcasts. You can find our YouTube channel. We're on the up and up right now. You know, we just hit 1.3K uh, subscribers. Lots of people saying, wow, this is the best thing I've heard in my life. I can't believe this. How did I not live with this for so long? Vinny was and, saying that know, earlier today, yes. Yeah, exactly. See, Vinny's, Vinny's a smart guy. I don't care what everyone says. He's a real intelligent guy. And yeah. so, you know. Yeah, come, come I'm smart. Not like people say, Pop. Exactly. See, exactly. So come find the Grillcast, you know, on YouTube. Uh, we do a show to catch your editor, like I said. I feel like I'm kind of repeating myself here, so I'll just let you guys continue and end the show. Uh, well, thanks for having me on. Thank you. Our I'll pleasure, you, man. I'll let nice you to meet you. Super chat for us. Thank you for the five bucks, Myrtle Manus. Go ahead, Grillcast. I get me a check from the government. All this anti-work failures should just get them a check too. You, you did Myrtle a lot better Manus. than I would have. Congratulations. Thanks for joining us. Myrtle's and really pretty. You think you could get her to... Uh, I, 100%. I have, to, I have Myrtle's number. I think you could get her. All right. Okay, cool, Thanks, cool. Orion. Well, hit my DMs with that. All right. Peace out, guys. Have a good night. Nice meeting you, my man. Cardiff. Vinny we did Paulina. a lot today. What we did have a lot we today. done today? Oh, no. Carl's going to sue us again. Carl will send a cease and desist if we say Carl's never going to get this far into the show. That's true. Unless, he Unless he's reviewing it. <laughs> he might start at this point. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us for another edition of Subreddit Surfing. Today was anti-work. I don't know if any of these people really know what they're about, but they are definitely opinionated, mm -hmm. and they're definitely a little unhappy with their stations in life, it seems. I think I think I've learned there's there's shit bags on both sides on management, at the corporations, the employee level. There's there's shit bags everywhere. But this is definitely a, an interesting an interesting approach. Again, I wish there was a 
you asked uh, Benny, you know, the question. So what's the, you know, what's the solution here? And I don't think anyone in this group has a solution that Cardiff, could work. Nobody could tell me the first step. Nobody could even step tell one. me, like, what are we doing here to get towards this? Do you realize that's like, to me, the most basic question here? And the only answer I got was education about economics. Well, okay. What does that get me? What does that do to help change the paradigm of the worker versus the employer? What does that do to help make things better? Yeah, I'm not sure. It lets them know how much they're getting fucked. I mean, you can, you the can, reality you can do the of this is, now. here's what I think happens, Cardiff, and you guys could tell me if I'm wrong, and we'll get out of here on this thought. These folks who work in jobs that we would consider to be, like these low-level jobs we talked about, retail, um, you know, work, working as a server, doing doing jobs that are just basic manual labor and things like that. The problem is these folks that do unskilled labor get exposed to a lot of shitty managers. Yeah. And when you get exposed to a lot of shitty managers without a lot of formal education, you get a lot of bad opinions on how things should be done. You rule with, you you handle things with more emotion than you do logic. So I do see where education does come into this, but all around the answer is Everybody just learn to treat each other with respect. If I were to say there's a step one to changing this, that's it. Yeah, I would say I would say that's good. And again, I I made the point earlier. It's a lot of those shitty managers were in those exact positions, probably sometimes months earlier. But yeah, there's no empathy. There's no there's no. Well, I was treated like shit before, and I'm going to do things better. No, it's it's just continue the continue the shitty cycle. But and it's I, very. I, it's very easy in a management position to be jaded to other people's problems. And to be fair, I don't think there's, there probably isn't, there might be, but there probably isn't a subreddit for, I have a great manager. I don't think a lot of people are going to post the great manager stories either. So I'm sure there are some out there, but uh, nobody is, uh, nobody's writing those reviews. That is true. That is true. So folks, before we get out of here tonight, just a big thank you to everybody uh, who sent in super chats tonight. Yeah, thank you. Do Adam we have Grove any more we need to read? Yeah, one more uh, from Alice Twa, 499. Nice work, guys. Thank you very much. And potatoes. Oh, Myrtle. I'll get you to read the last one for Myrtle. Thank you for the five bucks, Myrtle Manus. Go ahead, Vinny. I wish old Grillcaster lived in the holler. I'd give him a little bit of old Myrtle love, and I'll tell you that I got to see old Doc Carson, though. I got the drips, don't you know? Sounds okay. like he spent Christmas in Alabama. <laughs> Once or twice, Cardiff. <laughs> Once or twice. Now, folks, the important business before we leave, make sure you are subscribed to the official Subreddit Surfing YouTube channel. We would greatly appreciate your support there. We need to get to 1,000 subscribers before we could start going live on that page and we'd like to we'd like to kind of turn this into its own thing nothing yeah. against we love broadcasting on cardiff's page but you know this is a little bit of a different animal and we're looking to branch out so please make sure you support the show that way and where can people find the rss feed cardiff uh it's still a work in progress it's there uh, it's just not on all not on all platforms yet i'm still working on it but yes definitely get go subscribe to the subreddit youtube channel that's where all the replays will be. And really the goal behind that is, you know, Vinny wants to get some of these super chats right now. I'm not sharing with Vinny. So let's get it on. Cardiff, you can have the super chats. I'm in this for the experiment and the love of the game, baby. It ain't about the money for cousin Vinny. Well, I, I, I thank you for that. 
uh, way to but way you to pull should back feel bad. I thought we were. I thought it was a shoot here, Vinny. Come on, it's a goddamn okay. work, son. Fair enough. So there's the there's the there's the link there. Thank you. Uh, insufferable. Ba- I've never heard of these guys. Anyway, thanks for posting the link. Insufferable bastards podcast. Nobody knows who you are, but thank you for posting the link. Uh, go there, subscribe, so we can move this uh, the live stream over there, and then we can get this channel back to what everybody wants it to be: a potato shitting on Stuttering John. Sooner the better, yeah, folks. We're gonna make this show as good as we can make it. We're gonna keep working at it. It's gonna get better. So thank you for sticking in there, and we really, really, truly appreciate you. Cowabunga, catch a wave, whatever the fuck we say to end this show. Surf's up. And yeah, any recommendations? My Twitter's open. There's a Discord channel on the WATP uh, Discord. Find us anywhere. Hit us up. If you got a subreddit you think we should uh, surf, please. We're, we're open to suggestions. So thank you, everybody. Surf's up. Thank you, Mr. Paulino. Thank you. Good night. Gagia. Gagia.